This is Radio Dad with Mike Austin. Shining the spotlight on dads, stepdads, granddads, all dads. Bye, Daddy. And now, Mike Austin. Hey, welcome back to another uh, Radio Dad show. I'm Mike Austin, and this is what we do uh, every week. We talk about fatherhood. We talk about uh, grandfatherhood. Through uh, Now, Radio Dad, in one way or another, has been around since the 90s. I started this right after my divorce in the 90s. I was trying to figure out, how do I become the dad I should be? How do I uh, be a dad to my two kids uh, and be, you know, one of those every other weekend guys? And, and so everyone I, I asked... Every divorced dad I asked, I looked for help. There wasn't anything on the web. The web was fairly new, and there wasn't a lot of books published about it because it was all focused on mom. There was a lot of dad information out there, and the dads I talked to all seemed to be really pissed off. Seriously, dads were going through, and rightly so. It's a tough thing when you go through a divorce. Dads uh, are... um, Whoever's fault it is, I mean, it's a relationship falls apart, unfortunately, and um, I think, um, yeah, it, it, it takes two people, as they say. That being said, already, uh, it's it's hard on dads because we are generally the ones that the court system will see as not the the tender you know family loving person that the child needs and the mom always gets custody 90% of the time right and if you've been through the whole process you understand so that being said again that's what i went through i did not fight hard for custody soul of 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 my kids here's why their mom was a pretty good mom I'm telling you, uh, we just didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I was moving in a direction that she wasn't wanting to move. And there was a lot of things involved. But suffice to say, the two children were going to be better off with mom. So I sucked it up and off they went. And I made a vow to never be that guy that my kids would say, dad was never there. And so I never missed a weekend. Never missed a summer when they were with me uh, and my time. I fought for more time, but I couldn't get it. Um, and I would drive, and this is not a pat on my own back. I'm just saying from a divorced dad situation and perspective, you have to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. And I would drive five hours, four and a half, five hours to see a one-hour Christmas program on the stage with my son or my daughter up there and turn around and drive back home four or five hours to do work the next day. And I never thought anything of it because it's just, I I wanted to be there. Well, anyway, one time a buddy of mine was getting his pilot's license and he called me up. He said, Hey, you want to go have lunch? And we were going to drive or we were going to fly I don't know, far away for lunch. And I said, I got a better idea. My son's first Taekwondo meet is tonight. How about we fly in? <laughs> and he said, okay. And so in a little two-seater Cessna, we flew in. I made arrangements with my mother to meet us at this little airfield. And my son got to see me fly in on his little plane. Uh, it, those kinds of things, whatever you can do. Well, anyway, that being said, now um, six kids total, 
four with my second wife, and we're getting ready to be empty nesters. Whoa, there's a whole nother dynamic. And I have to tell you, it's already, I mean, within the next two, three years, we're going to be just us. And it's been a whirlwind. And it's turning out to be a little bit of a struggle trying to adjust to already the thought of that. And um, I think my wife is is having a harder time with it. I think moms generally do have a harder time with that than dads. How do you do it? How do you stay together? Do you know there's a divorce rate among empty nesters? Because you don't have, you know, you're focused on your kids. You're focused on your family. The family, the kids grow up, they move out, they have their own families. Maybe they move away. Now it's you and her. And you look at each other and you, you what are we going to do? I'm going to have a friend of mine on. His name is Tom Matt coming up in a little bit. Uh, they became empty nesters. He and his wife decided to start a media company. He already had a little bit of experience, not much. Now he's into videos and all kinds of stuff. We'll, we'll get that on in a minute. But I like to talk about family business for a minute. Um, we That's one of my favorite subjects, a family business. I'm enamored by them. I love good families that stick together thick and thin and run a business. Family-owned businesses are the backbone of America. So that'll be uh, our first guest up, Josephine Nicholas from Publish Daily, her family business. We'll get to that in just a minute. But I ran across this thing the last few days. This, You know, you get videos on your feed. Uh, we are always, we are told... It's good to have death before your eyes. What does that mean? It means to be aware that our time is short. And have you ever wondered what your own funeral will be like? It's something to ponder. I mean, will there be a ton of people there? I have a little audio I want to play for you in a minute. But I remember when my mother, the last couple of weeks before she passed back in 2014, I was there with her and we were putting a puzzle together. She had... Uh, started to slip, you know, and and we knew time was short. She knew her time was short. And we were putting this puzzle together. And she stopped and she looked, she stopped looking at the pieces. And I, I raised my eyes up. I looked at her. She's staring out the window. I think she was watching the birds at her feeder. And I said, Mom, you okay? Can I get you anything? What can I get you? And she stopped. She turned her head and she looked at me and she said, more time. I can get her more time. Well, I couldn't. My mother-in-law once said to me at the end of her life, we were taking care of her. And she just, one time was just, she shook her head and she goes, there's so much wasted time. Out of nowhere, she said that. So that I say to play this video, what if you could be at your own funeral? Will it be a party? Will it be a somber event? I haven't. Honestly, I have not made those arrangements. There's a little lady named Lillian Groniak. Maybe you've seen the video. 93-year-old grandmother from Connecticut, and she's become a viral sensation. She made a pretty funny video. She's a feisty lady. I'd love to have known her back in her 20s or something. Um, She wants this video. She's still with us, but she knows at 93, every day is a blessing, right? Um. She she wants this video played at her funeral. I'll have the audio for you right here. Listen to this. 
play this video at my funeral. Thanks for coming, everyone. There's probably a lot of people here, so have fun. If you're crying, stop being a baby. Find a tissue and move on. Don't be sad. I lived a long time. I slayed every day, and now I'm going to lay every day. I hope you slay while I decay. And Bertha better not be here. If she's here, kick her out right now. I'm going to haunt you, Bertha, and my ex George better leave. I know he's here. I'm going to haunt him too. I hope everybody gets drunk after this. You better take a shot for me. Love you all. <laughs> I, I, how do you not laugh? God love her. She's a great lady. I want to go to her funeral just so I can be there when they play that. And I hope Bertha shows up. Just, all right. Well, anyway, we're going to pivot and go to our first guest here on the Radio Dad Show. A family business. It's the backbone of America. And the dynamics therein, though, I mean, every family has. Maybe they got a Bertha. They don't want showing up at the funeral. If you're in business with your family, you can't just fire someone. And then what, are you going to show up at Thanksgiving and ask them to pass the potato salad? No. Joining us now, uh, their family business is called Publish Daily, and her name is Josephine Nicholas. Josephine, thanks for being on the radio, Dad. Hey, uh, explain your family business, would you? The family, uh, what is it? Publish Daily. There it is. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I certainly sure. appreciate that. Publish Daily is actually a way for business owners and, and business professionals uh, to help market themselves. In, in different ways, especially via a newsletter. So essentially what we've done is in, in one platform, we've helped people um, by creating an email newsletter system that has exclusive articles exclusively written for Published Daily members. So it's kind of a one-stop shop where once they become Published Daily members, they have access to a whole slew of articles that have been written specifically for them. And they can also use our email templates um, to create an email newsletter. It seems to me that Publish Daily be kind of perfect for the small family-owned business, which is what I wanted to talk to you today about, Josephine, uh, is the idea of a family owning uh, a business. And what is the key that keeps the family business a family? That's a question that we get asked a lot. You know, we started out several years ago with the vision of having a family business uh, that would last from generation to generation. We've had our ups and downs, you know, all throughout the years, certainly, as, as any family business has. But the one thing that we know guarantees us that we will be generation to generation is really to find the passion in each individual that is operating the business and each individual team member and then have some department in the business that that person is then able to contribute their talents to. Mm -hmm. um, it then becomes very easy to kind of place them in a position in the family business. And I think what many family businesses fail to do is just that. And instead they kind of try to mold each family member to do X when really that family member's, you know, value or passion in life really isn't X, you know, but it is Y. Yeah. If you look at uh, those old, uh, like the older companies, even turn of the century type companies, it always seemed to be sort of dad with this vision, you know, of a product or a service or something. And then it did. It actually seemed those, those family businesses hung around longer. Why do we seem to struggle? I mean, why do we even have to talk about ways to keep the family business intact today as opposed to, or maybe it's just a perception on my part, but it seems like those older businesses, you know, where dad would start it and then, the, you know, the son would take over and then the daughter and gets involved. And 
it seems like they stuck around longer. What are we missing the boat with today? It's a matter of, uh, of sacrifice, you know, and, and sacrifice is something that I think um, this culture, especially and in this day and age, really doesn't, you know, can't grasp the hold over, doesn't understand very well. Mm. You know, back then, you know, these family businesses that you talk about, you know, years and years ago, their lifestyle was pretty much all sacrifice. I mean, anything that they did, they sacrificed. If you talk about the people that came over here from overseas and immigrated to the U.S., you know, that they sacrificed their country for the betterment of their children. And then the generation that followed that, you know, they sacrificed. When you see around you people sacrificing for a greater cause, it becomes that much easier for you to give up your own you know, ambitions and your own passions for the greater cause and then realize that eventually you will um, come to the forefront. I mean, I think of George Bailey even, and it's a wonderful life. I mean, uh. you know, there's the story right there where he, you know, sacrificed for the greater cause of the family business and he wanted to travel the world and he wanted to do this and that and the other thing. But, it, it, you know, then, you know, at the end of the movie, they show you what a great value he brought to the table. And, I, I just think that this generation is all about me, and it's the me culture, and, and that's what a family business is really all about. I mean, I think of dads and, and passing it on to their, you know, children. I mean, when I look back on our family businesses, um, you know, my dad's dad uh, sacrificed for him, and, and my dad actually sacrificed for us children. I mean, he had, you know, the means and the ability and the knowledge and the, the strength to really you know, be an individual success. You mentioned one of my favorite movies of all time when you were talking about It's a Wonderful Life. I think almost if you're going to start a family business, everyone should be required to watch that movie together, you know? <laughs> I, I, yes, now, I agree. It's a great movie with so, so many great um, things that they, they talk about, so many great values and, and principles of life, really yeah. life principles that come out in that movie. Yeah. Now, I hate to harp on it, but I'm going to do it. The down economy, which we hear about day in and day out, job laws, people not uh, fulfilled and, uh, you know, they're losing their retirements and all of that. This is actually the optimum time to start a family business, isn't it? Yes, indeed, actually. And one of the major reasons it's a great time to really start your own business right now and even a family business is because, you know, um, many people that have been, you know, booted out of their jobs or laid off for one reason or another, one of the great benefits coming out of that is the fact that people who had uh, passions and things that they really wanted to do with their life that they kind of put on the side for their career, they're now able to revive those passions and actually do something with them because they're almost forced into this, well, what am I going to do with my life? You know, they're not going to kind of sit home and twiddle their thumbs, and, and at the same time, the, the job market is really tough, and so they're not really able to get a job. So it's one of the best times for some of these, you know, creative things that people have thought of. You know, there's all kinds of business that are sprouting up now based on what people's current needs are and looking into the future, what they will be, yeah. you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now. I actually ran across an article about a guy the other day who started a business. He had lost his job. He started a business, and now it is a family business. They pick up dog droppings in people's yards because people don't want to do it themselves. <laughs> so, like, once a week they have ongoing customers. Once a week they go to house to house to house on their client roster, and with their pooper scopers they pick up the stuff. It's like mowing the lawn. We'll pick up your dog's stuff for you. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing, you know. Not that that would be a hobby that I would choose, but, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, that, that I would choose either. But, you know, we as human beings have this huge capacity to just think of these ideas. And, and this is the other great thing about a family business is, 
when you look around you at your individual family members, you know, one of the practices that we do as a family is we look around at each individual family member and kind of consciously say, okay, this isn't just my brother, this isn't just my sister, this isn't just my dad or my mom. This is an individual, a team member that's bringing some value to the table. So, you know, if you look around at your family members, evaluate what, what each person brings to the table, and you'll be amazed at the skill sets that you have right under your rooftop. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so exciting about a family business. Josephine Nicholas published daily a family business in Michigan. And uh, does virtually everyone in your family work for you or with you? Yes, everyone. In fact, uh, from the time we're very little, we uh, we work. I have a 13-year-old brother and an 11-year-old sister. They're the two youngest right now, and they are. um, We're actually finding the individual, you know, talents and skill sets that they were born with, you know, right now. And my younger brother wants to be an attorney, so we hope that he'll be the family attorney. (laughs) And uh, you know, my younger sister has her own skill sets. She's got a very, very sharp mind and. Uh, puts things together very strategically very well. Awesome. Well, listen, Josephine, thank you for uh, sharing your uh, your story a little bit with us from publishdaily.com and uh, about family businesses. Dad, you are the you're the guy. You get out there and uh, if you've uh, got a, a set of skills, maybe a hobby you just thought was just a messing around hobby, bring the kids and bring the wife and the whole family in and uh, you might have something a gold mine there you didn't even realize. Hey Josephine, I appreciate your time. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate your time and I appreciate uh, being on the show. You bet. You bet. Josephine Nicholas from Publish Daily. Mike Austin here for Radio Dad every week. Or thereabouts. We've missed a couple of weeks, but, you know, uh, for the most part, every week we're here for you. Go to RadioDad.com, tell your friends, and we're working on, I know, I got to get to YouTube. I got to get all that on. I'm learning, right? Uh, all the different channels and stuff. Our thanks to our radio affiliates, by the way. Uh, it's a short-form thing, Radio Dad is, on several radio stations, I think three, 300, almost 300 nationwide. But we're working, I'm telling you a little secret, we're working on a long-form talk show to go on weekends on terrestrial radio we'll see i gotta I, we're working out the details all right so stick with us and thanks for growing with us here try and cover all kinds of subjects you know we talked about uh, going to your own funeral when we started off we had a family business there now what about being an empty nester our next guest has a couple of takes on that i think we're going to be able to tap into him on a number of levels just met him the other day uh, what happens as you grow older there, Dad? You know you're going to do it. Maybe you're already doing it. You've lived your life. You and your wife, you've raised some fantastic kids, a family. You're proud of them. But you know what? Eventually you become an empty nester. Oh, there's some. that's a word. You know, those two words, empty nester, can frighten a lot of people. It can even destroy a relationship when your kids were your focus, and now the kids are off on their own life with their own focus. What happens? Joining me now is what we call the refirement guy. We'll get what that is, uh, and host of the TomMattShow.com, a very good friend of mine, and this cat is so cool. His name's Tom Matt, and he's going to talk about that with Tom Matt. Hey, Tom, I just gave you a slogan, and, and that's for free, by the way. Let's talk about that with Tom Matt. Yeah, Mike, you know, then we're, the whole thing about this is, is, is you got two choices. You can be the growing older person or you can be the getting older person. That's your choice. Okay. So you could say my knee hurts because I'm getting old or you can say my knee hurts because I'm a growing older active adult and I have miles on my joints. Okay, fine. (laughs) 
So you got this carousel of life thing, and I've talked about this, Mike, forever. And it's it's one of these things where, think of it like this, everybody, theater of the mind, radio stuff, right? Okay, so you're on this carousel, 20, 30, it's great. Yeah. I mean, you get on, it's great, man. It's going great. And then you're spinning around, and you're, okay, t- one year, two, five, 10 years, 20 years goes by, and the carousel... It ain't so it ain't so great anymore. Okay. You get you, you get off the carousel, your head's spinning, you look in the mirror, you hate what you're seeing, you've gained twenty-five pounds, oh thirty boy. pounds, forty pounds, whatever. Yeah. Got white hair, lost your hair, whatever. And your kids have moved away, they've done their thing, and they either get along with you or they don't. You look at your spouse and your spouse looks at you and you're both like, Who the hell are you and what are you? Yeah. And you don't like each other so much. So you just got to think about this carousel of life. And so what Sandy and I have done and where we just got really very, very fortunate, everybody, is we found something together post. We knew we knew that when the kids grow up and move away, we're going to have to have something together because our focus is not on them anymore. And that's what that 20 years of being on the carousel of taking these kids to pet practices and band camps and all of those athletic events and all of this all this stuff you do with the other kids, parents, where those, that's your social group, that all disappears. All right. So now you've got this thing together and Sandy and I stumbled into this because I was incapable of maintaining a calendar with radio when I first got into radio (laughs) and she is very meticulous when it, and it evolved into something that we do together. Now we're 12, starting our 13th season in radio, Mike, as a, kind of a bootstrapped entrepreneurs and we're doing all this side action stuff. Yeah. She completely manages the business on the backside, the financial side. She sets up all the calendar. There's a, just a, a plethora of things that need to be done with, with what we're doing now, because we do video now and we do the radio programming, we do the podcasting and we do all of these spe- special engagements and all this stuff. So she handles all that stuff behind the scenes and I do my stuff. And she handles all the website stuff. She handles she, the integration of all of that. She frees me up to do the things that I'm good at. And she is doing the things that she's good at. And that's the tip about the carousel of life, everybody. If you can take this carousel of life and think of it that way, where you know this is coming, you know you're going to fall off the carousel at some point. Hopefully you can get off and land on your feet. But a lot of people get off and fall. And the saddest damn thing in the world is people get divorced and it's like, yeah. this is the perfect time when you don't want to get divorced. You need you each want, other. You need each other and you've earned this time together. So stop thinking about, you know, there's something better out there because there isn't. And what you got who has been loyal to you is really, really great. And so figure it out, fix it, find something to do together. And guess what? Magic baby. Cause now you're rejuvenated now you're not getting old. You're growing old together. And that's my story of the carousel of life, baby. That's it right there in a nutshell. Tom, Matt, the energy tap into that thing right there. Ah, man, you are awesome. Uh, Tommy, we're going to stay in touch, buddy. The refirement guy. Uh, <laughs> I like that. And uh, TomMattShow.com as we uh, continue on. Hey, buddy, have a great day. And tell the wife, I said, stop getting on your case and put up with you. <laughs> 
she is the she she is my she is the person who steers the boat of our life uh, yeah. and the captain of our ship. And I always it. say I'm, I'm, I, I'm the captain at here at the Austin Family Compound, but Lisa <laughs> is the one who gives me the orders as to where to steer She's the thing. She's the admiral. Yeah. You're the captain. <laughs> you know who to take the orders from, and when you get the look, oh, the look, yeah. You know that's the time to you better just pipe down and go do your go do your work. Go in the other room, go in your studio and do your work. So, you know, I look forward to doing more work with you, bro. I All mean right. it's it's really fun. <laughs> Same here, my friend. Tom Matt, everybody. Tom Matt, the man. Yes, the man with two first names. <laughs> okay, okay, enough. Uh, listen, that's going to wrap it up for the Radio Dad show uh, this time around. My thanks to Josephine Nicholas. Go publish daily and check that out. Maybe that can help you in your own family business. And, of course, Tom Matt. I'm Mike Austin. Find us on the web at radiodad.com. Stay dadly. And uh, it will. Uh, if it all comes crashing down between now and next time we chat, I hope it doesn't land on you. Okay? Uh, <laughs> we'll chat next time on Radio Dad.